This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Studio C. Hey, Senor. Can't do a Trump-free Monday. Or in a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Major League Baseball. Guaranteed. To be more on people's minds than the ugliness in Washington, D.C. However, our co-general manager this morning, a man who Donald Trump... Met once, doesn't even know him, saw him once at a party. Paul Manowar, Manitoba, something like that. So the, I find it hilarious the way this is being reported. NPR, their tease for the top of the hour news was, Paul Manafort has surrendered. We'll have the news at the top of the hour. To make it sound like he's been in an armed standoff all night long with authorities, <laughs> finally laid down his machine gun and came out the door with his hands up. At last, the bloodshed <laughs> is over. Right. Which is... A little misleading. <laughs> but yes, Paul Manafort is, uh, has been indicted. And some other dude you never heard of. And uh, you know the interesting thing about Paul Manafort is nobody saw this coming. <laughs> a choir boy. I've never seen a more innocent face in me whole life. I know. I didn't say on Monday morning after the first time I ever heard him speak on a talk show, the guy looks like a criminal. <laughs> he sounds like a criminal and he looks like a criminal. And it turns out he's probably a criminal. Allegedly. Although the uh, the current president uh, apparently either didn't feel that way or wasn't concerned. I don't know. Um, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start. How about that baseball game, though? You're right. Uh, Except it, only, it really only matters if you're on the West Coast. If you're an East Coaster, there's no way you're staying up to 1 in the morning on a Sunday night. one forty in the morning. <laughs> there's no way you're staying up that late to watch these games. That that was ridiculous. It was five plus hours, which is too bad because they're freaking awesome. It's some yeah. of the best World Series games I've ever seen in my life. But they're getting they're getting over late West Coast time. It's insane. Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. This is why baseball needs to reduce it to five innings. It'd be good for everybody. Five innings is plenty. Yeah. You know. Now, actually, um, Halloween, it, we are, have a World Series game on uh, the 31st, uh, Halloween, so I get... All right. So I'm not going to be dealing with trick-or-treaters, so I think I'm going to shut off the lights and, like, hunker down in the dark and watch the World Series game, you know, in, in the dark, I think. Putting your needs in front of those of America's children. Maybe Very I'll nice. put you a know, bowl of candy out on the porch, but I'll just know that one kid's going to dump it all in his bag, and that'll be it. You, you know, know, I used to feel this obligation or whatever, but now that I've got... Before I had kids, I felt an obligation to participate. Now that I have kids, there it's not like it's there's only four four houses in town that are giving out candy. We only got three pieces this year, kids. Every kid's walking around with pounds and pounds of stuff they don't need to eat at all. As their parents are listening to talk radio, hearing about the diabetes boom. <laughs> there are plenty of houses giving out candy. Childhood so, obesity. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll put a sign on the door that says, I'm not giving out candy, but here's some addresses that are. And then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is a positive Sean whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well, fresh off of a corn-mazing weekend. There you go. Say, oh, man, now, now let me tell you about a good time, people. God, was it warm enough for Halloween where I was? Holy cow, it seemed weird. It was quite, yeah, quite, quite warm. Uh, I actually ended up enjoying it more than I thought I would. 
Uh, I did not know that this was the apparent, well, according to the sign out front of the corn maze, I don't know what sort of verification I have for this, but this was the world record's largest corn maze. There you go. Who's going to challenge that? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they all claim that or anything. Um, but uh, it was actually a lot bigger and more intricate than than I was anticipating. The last... Were you lost for a long time? You sat in the corner crying until you were rescued? <laughs> I, I, actually, I was there for overnight. Um, the uh... You had to eat your companion. But I will say this, it, the Saturday before Halloween is probably not the best time to go to a corn maze yeah. because it was tough to tell what were the natural intended paths and what were the ones that the heathens just over the six weeks this thing had been open had crafted. A, no, no, we just got to get to the other side of this wall. And they just plow through the cornfields. Wow. And things are stamped down. and Panic runs? I That's guess. Or, yeah, I don't know. Um, you got to uh, put barbed wire in that corn. Yeah, that would be. Razor so, wire. So for future endeavors, if you're going to go, go opening weekend when everything's still fresh. Yeah, uh, we went to the pumpkin patch yesterday. And uh, we'd never gone that late. But, man, it was packed full of people. It was just crazy. But they they had the usual, you know, hot coffee and cocoa and stuff, which, you know, you're planning for in October. And it was like 95 degrees. Everybody's wearing shorts and tank tops. Although a lot of a lot of women were wearing Uggs because, you know, it's October. Aren't you hot? <laughs> no, it's boot season. I got to wear boots. <laughs> it's a secular holiday, Jack. We've gone away from God. There you mm. go. Uh, and toward gourds, apparently. Uh, <laughs> away from God and toward guard gourds. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is How Did It Get to Be Monday, October 30th, year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, here's the official beginning of the show at FCC Rules and Regs at Mark. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. Two on, two out. Ten Bennett. That's in the air to left. Here comes Fisher. So what do you think about? It? Do you think you think the ball's juiced? Something going on with the baseball? Well, because a lot of people are claiming that. And and the bigger question really is because I don't care about that. Do you like it that way or not? I'm fine with it. Because really, the only reason I think it's so much fun to watch is you don't expect this to happen. But if it happened all the time, it wouldn't be quite as exciting, right? Right, sure. If you thought, well, that's okay, they're down by three, it's likely they'll hit a three-run home run and come back. That never happens. Right. Several times per game like it's happening now. They've juiced the game, Jack. The entire game's on steroids. And soon the game will have a gigantic head and tiny testicles and acne on its back and the rest of it. So, it, you know, it's fun for now. The seat, the but I don't know. I have no idea. These are the two most offensive teams in history. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. They have the, the best offensive teams to come together in Major League history. Well, and is it, well, I, you say it's hard, always hard to tell. Is it the offense or the defense? But the pitchers, I mean, what is going on there? It's like they're throwing batting practice. Every comes yeah. out, yeah, yeah. Home run, walk, walk, home run. Okay, you got to yank him, get a different guy. Home run, triple, walk. Okay, try a different guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. What are other headlines? Ryan Harris as Marshall Phillips is still recovering. He is indeed, and uh, this uh, bleary-eyed newsman is going to do his best this morning. The Manafort uh, situation, the indictment from the Robert Mueller probe, we'll get a uh, an analysis from one person who has a theory behind what these charges might be. We don't know yet. Kevin Spacey and Peyton Manning among those now accused of sexually inappropriate behavior. Spacey's accuser, an actor who says he was 14 at the time. And a large food and beverage company has its plans for another cheap source of water for bottling dash. Awesome. And the New York Times with a big story on the California State Legislature and their problem with sexual harassment and how it is it uh, endemic, systemic, 
and nobody cares. You get to do whatever you want, and nobody's ever going to do anything about it. Right. Shocking. Do a lot of virtue signaling there, not a lot of virtue. Yeah. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. We have some good shower thoughts, among other things. What does it mean that Manafort has surrendered after an armed standoff? He he has arms hanging from his shoulders. I think that's the only arms involved. We'll have to get into that later. Of course, everybody's very excited who follows politics. I'm not sure it means anything for the whole Russian thing. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Your big networks are in uh, full big-time anchor coverage already this morning, blowing out your local news and your uh, whatever shows they do to cover this. But I think the headline is misleading. Manafort indicted in Russia probe. That's technically true because that's what Mueller was originally assigned to investigate. But you don't know. Nobody has any idea if Manafort being indicted is going to... uh, have anything to do with the Trump campaign uh, colluding with Russia, which is what everybody's all excited about. Nobody's really excited about Manafort five years ago uh, made money illegally from Ukraine. Finally, his money laundering ways will be brought to here. Right, nobody cares about and that. And that's quite possibly what he was indicted for. So Yeah, it was kind of funny listening to uh, <laughs> MSNBC this morning trying to, to keep everybody tuned in. Uh, I'll describe that at length in a little bit, but it was... Uh, they were having to stretch a lot to, uh, to, 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 well, now listen, even if this is money laundering, that doesn't mean the White House is off the hook, because where is Russia in this? Russia met with him. This man's a Russian. This man's a Russian. So it all fits together back to you. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. What are you, what are you talking about? You're talking about money laundering. Now, for all I know, Vlad Putin called Donald Trump on a daily basis, planned the entire campaign. Sure. He might be sitting in the West Wing right now, rubbing his hands together gleefully. He might have, I don't know. Putin might have prepped Trump for the debates. We don't know. <laughs> right. I'm not prejudging. <laughs> but other people are desperately oh, trying. Yeah. 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 But they're desperate for ratings. We're not. We, I, I we are us. I don't think it's that. I think they are we. I don't think we are all together. Goo goo gajoob. What? I don't think it's desperate for ratings. I think they're desperate for that outcome. They want that outcome. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Well, I did. Well, I would maintain it's both, but mailbag. Manafort, why did he take the job when he was offered? Because nobody knew who he was outside of D.C. When he was offered the job, why didn't he say to Donald, "Um, I got a pretty good illegal money laundering thing going over here. (laughs) Nobody knows who I am. I got a really good life. I wear $10,000 suits. See, if I become your campaign manager, everybody's going to pay attention to me. And it all could all fall apart. Right. I might get investigated or something. <laughs> you should see all the money I'm laundering. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. How about some weekly shower thoughts as compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City? Back from his family vacay in Hawaii. Hmm. Considering that moon landing deniers and flat earthers are a thing today, Mars colony and Earth origin deniers will be a thing in the future. Hmm. This is good. I like this. This is fun. This is a good one for the kids right here. This The boy in me enjoyed this one. 
The timepiece with the fewest moving parts, a sundial. Okay. Okay. The timepiece with the piece with the most moving parts, an hourglass. Wow. Blowing my mind. I like that. Yeah, I do too. It's just kind of a it's a little twist there. It takes you yeah. down one one run, run, then you take the detour to the I'm other. Not sure there's any great You're meaning. Thinking it's a Rolex or something. But is that <laughs> Hourglass. Is sand a moving part? I don't know. Grains of sand. Grains of, how, let me put one in your eye, and then we'll figure out if it's a moving part. Huh? What? That, that's a threat. That's a threat. <laughs> that is a threat. Hostile work environment. It's a moving part. This one's equally stupid, but enjoyable. In fact, this may be the single most stupid shower thought in the history of the show. No matter how many lasagnas you stack up on top of each other, ultimately... It's always just one lasagna. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty funny. Yeah, no. All the ugliness and strife in the world and the, the, the angst. Yeah, let's have some fun, huh? That's ah, what I say. Why yeah. not? Who's with me? Uh, all right. All right. Oh, oh, calm down now. Settle down. No more fun. This all one's right. very serious. Fun's over. Very serious. It's your parents' fault for raising you that way. It's your fault for staying that way. Well, that's a good one. That's wow. A good one. At what age is that true, do you think? You'd think, I give you till 33 okay. months. It's going <laughs> to it's gonna take a while if you're really screwed up as a kid. Well, how about Depends even, how screwed up you are. How about even kind of screwed up? You still give, you give people till 33. No more excuse after that. Aside yeah. from, like, horrifying abuse. that We're not talking mm. about that. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, how, what now? How long are you going to give it? I was, I had a so thought. So 33 is that we said by yeah. 33, you got to get your act together. Yeah. At least you got to be uh, on the road. You got to be passable. Yeah. It says, you know, it's funny. Well, I don't have time to talk about this. Maybe I do. I don't I'm just trying to help my kids get to adulthood and deal with their, you know, their issues and, and everything. And, 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 you know, the more I look around, I'm not sure I don't. I, I'm not sure I know a single person who's not nuts in one way or another. You know, has a, a real quirk. Who do you know who's actually got their act together? I mean, well, top, well, top to bottom. I think that's. Uh, I, I well, I think most people, if you want to uh, uh, be logical, most people do have their act together. As this is what Homo sapiens are. This is what, what the, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Jack Armstrong, offering wisdom. The act of Homo sapiens is this. What you just said, <laughs> all these people around you who don't right. have their act together, I think they do, in effect, have their act together, because that's what we are. Right, so that was, uh, I was the peanut butter, you were the jelly. Thank you very much. If you think there's something wrong with you because there's something wrong with you, thinking that is the only thing wrong with you. <laughs> Wow. Hey, we're all struggling. All of us. How many lasagnas? The, uh, it doesn't matter. An infinite number. It's only one lasagna. <laughs> you do. Everybody needs to broaden the uh, uh, definition of normal, though. Sure. And right. It, and, we, and we all used to hide it all the time. You don't need to hide it. Everybody's a little nuts. You're a little nuts. I'm a little nuts. You'll be okay. Mm. I'm okay. You're okay. Famous self-help book in the 70s, which ushered in five million other self-help books, which ended up screwing up everybody. Uh, Moving along. I wouldn't know about this. I'd have to ask Michelangelo, but news websites have more pop-ups and clickbait than porn sites. 
Well, I don't know anything about porn sites because I wouldn't traffic in such filth. But I will tell you this. There are news sites that are nearly impossible to use. You cannot scroll down in a story because they're constantly popping up and moving and playing yeah. videos and the rest of it. Yeah. And and in my experience, the more conservative a website, the more pop-up-y it is. Is that Not just a- because there tend to be more capitalist? They're trying mm-hmm. to make money more than they are? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, might be that. might be that older people tend to lean a little more conservative and they think they can dupe them into clicking something. Oh, I don't know. Oh, really? That I don't, could be I don't too. Know. I don't know. I, there could be some truth to that. I haven't thought much about it, but... You want to read about the budget, and then you get side boob. <laughs> right. You know what? The clickbait is irresistible, isn't it, Michael? Let that sink in. The phrase, let that sink in, is the most polite way to say, give your dumb brain a minute to process this information. Let that sink in. Devastating. <laughs> Not really. Did I hit you with the one about uh, the lasagna? lasagna? Yes, you did. <laughs> Because I really like that one. Uh, moving along. So what? So I'm looking up at the CBS uh, news. So they've been talking for a half hour, 45 minutes. They got their big anchors on there, Nora O'Donnell and their biggest. What are they saying? I don't know. You want to jump in? Listen um, to them a little bit? No. I, my, my, my point was, I don't. is there anything to say? We don't know. It, it, they haven't opened up the files yet, right? So we just know he's been indicted, period. Uh, right. There, there are leaks or what seem to be leaks going on about money laundering having to do with 13 suspicious uh, money transfers in the 2000s or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I think my guess is Mueller started investigating this whole collusion, Donald Trump obstruction of justice thing. He's got to look into Manafort because he's a campaign manager, Rush, all that sort of stuff, right. and just immediately went down the road. Geez, this guy's a just a criminal. <laughs> this guy's been a criminal for years. Right. First, we got to get this guy arrested. Well, he lobbies. What doing now. He lobbies for shadowy communist world oligarchs. You know that that line of work has not got a lot of fresh faced innocence in it, and charged a lot for it. So, if my understanding of TV timetables is correct, they have. Already gone through. You said about forty-five minutes, so they're already through all the information that they have. They are they are now into five times. Yeah, hour were... two of the five-hour Super Bowl pregame. They're just doing wild speculation. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. Now, what if Tom Brady gets into a car accident on the way to the game? How does that affect it? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Katie and Lodi is watching the World Series. Says thanks for your clips last week of Joe Buck promoing TV shows during the games. <laughs> now I notice every time yep, he does it. Me too. I'd never noticed it before. Guess it's a good thing I don't watch sixty minutes too. You don't watch sixty minutes too? <laughs> no, I don't watch Boy, sixty minutes too. Pretty good sixty minutes last night. I, you know it's funny. I kind of assumed they weren't even running it. Good one. I was driving home. Uh, from from our uh, our walled uh, compound in the mountains, and flipped on the ball game. I was thrilled that it was on at like five fifteen. I thought, oh cool, I'll listen to the ball game on the way home. What inning were they in? Uh, top of the first. Oh, okay, I yeah. think it was the second hitter. Um, and Nobody should have missed that fifth inning or fourth inning or whatever that. Oh, inning was. it was unbelievable. So I, I listened to it uh, driving two hours home or an hour hour and a half. Uh, listen to it all the time. Run home, pause the TV, to throw our stuff away. Uh, watch the TV. Watch it through dinner. Watch it after dinner. Watch it as I'm trying to prepare the show. <laughs> watch it through bedtime, after bedtime, into why the hell am I still awake time? And finally, the thing ended. Mm. But it was it was spectacular. No, it doubt. was entertaining. How about the guy with the wacky uh, hair who did the the Asian eyes? We got to talk about that because that was one hell of a scandal over the weekend. How does he get his hair to do that? Never mind the Asian eyes thing. Oh, the chicks dig his hair, huh? 
I don't get to, how does it go upward like that? And after he hits a home run, they all pull off his helmet and start stroking his hair. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta love that. Uh, handsome young Latin men stroking each other's hair. 33-year-old rookie, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> so we got the news coming up next, then we're going to check in and find out what is the latest on the Manafort indictment. All coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, it is a big news day, no doubt about it. Let's get to it with Ryan Ayers. Good morning. President Donald Trump's one-time campaign chairman has surrendered himself to federal authorities this morning after being ordered to do so. The first arrest in the special counsel's investigation into accusations of collusion between the Trump campaign and Russian interference in last year's election. ABC's John Santucci says with the indictment expected to be unsealed later today, uh, against Paul Manafort and his longtime deputy Rick Gates. We don't yet know what the charges will be, but he believes it will have something to do with tax evasion or fraud. He had a lawyer that was an expert on congressional investigations, government oversight. He changed that lawyer, well-respected individual, and instead went for an expert on the tax code. Now, why would you do that unless you were worried about being questioned about your taxes? We have a guest on this very story coming up in just a few minutes, so we'll Indeed. cover it in depth then. Actor Kevin Spacey says he is beyond horrified by allegations that he made sexual advances on a teen boy in 1986. Actor Anthony Rapp tells BuzzFeed he was 14 when he attended a party at Spacey's apartment. He says a drunk Spacey placed him on a bed and climbed on top of him, but he was able to leave before more could happen. The 46-year-old Rapp, who is uh, part of the original Broadway cast of Rent and now stars in CBS's new Star Trek Discovery, says he came forward. After all the allegations against Harvey Weinstein, Spacey posted on Twitter, he doesn't remember the encounter, but he apologizes for the behavior. The now 58-year-old Spacey said for the first time publicly that he's gay, adding that he wants to deal with this honestly. Spacey said, that starts with examining my own behavior. Spacey's apology has been slammed on social media, both by people who say it's too little too late and by some in the LGBT community who are unhappy Spacey chose this moment. To acknowledge his homosexuality also comes as well, actors. That's interesting. Sure, he turned on the rainbow light to uh, you know distract everybody from the allegations. You think that's what he's doing, or is he just saying, "Huh, that's because I read it and I thought I, I just took it as yeah, I'm gay." You know, I've never said it before, but I'm gay. I'm mean, just to explain the why he was climbing on top of a 14 year old. You can't just get to the a 14 year old boy. Right. You can't just you know you got to you got to acknowledge. Yeah, I'm gay. I realize everybody probably knows that, but I'm yeah. gay. You got to. Yeah. It'd be weird to leave that out, wouldn't it? Uh, yes. Yes. I suppose. Dan but is, is it getting treated the same way as if it had been a 14-year-old girl and he were straight? Or is it, uh, is it's hard it the to same say. or not? It's hard to say at this point. Um, he's not treating it the same. As we've been told by uh, a handful of gay fellers on the show, it's uh, quote-unquote not the same. It's very common for an older gay man to kind of mentor a... a a uh, gay teenage boy into the world of gayness. If it were a 14-year-old girl, he'd be more or less done, wouldn't he? Y- yes, but and while that is something that people in the gay community, some say, this doesn't seem like that's what this was. This was, for some reason, a 14-year-old at a house party, and yeah. Spacey was drunk and made a pat like that. Yeah. Yeah. 14. Yipes. 
Dana Combs' actress and director Asia Argento tweeted out a list of 82 names of actresses, production assistants, and others accusing Harvey Weinstein of rape and sexual assault, which she says was compiled by the victims and includes Argento, Gwyneth Paltrow, Rosanna Arquette, Sean Young, Mira Sorvino, Heather Graham, Ashley Judd, Lauren Holly, and Cara Delvine. She was on the panel of the BBC's Graham Norton show with Emma Thompson, who's also been outspoken about the behavior in Hollywood. When Adam Sandler twice placed his hand on the knee of the Crown star, Claire Foy, who pushed it away twice. Later this morning, we'll talk about the claims being made against former NFL quarterback Peyton Manning, as well as more about sexual misconduct. Or the allegations of him as severe as those against Adam Sandler? With the hand yeah, on knee? I want to talk about that. Now Now I think we are getting into witch hunt territory. So, yeah, we'll talk about that later. And there's more happening at the California State Capitol that we will talk about as well. Oregon's Governor Kate Brown asks a state agency to cancel plans. No, we're done. I don't care about that. We're done. we got to take a break. we got Steve Roberts of ABC. He's a political analyst. We're going to talk about this Manafort indictment and uh, figure out what's going on. He has surrendered to authorities, I guess, after an armed standoff. Do I understand that correctly? That's correct. We'll hear about the pervs in the California Capitol. Capital in a little while. Yeah, yeah. That's a big story. Big story. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Breaking news for you right now. CNN has learned that former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort will surrender today in special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation. Mm, and he has ah, now? Ah, ah. He has now surrendered, do I understand? That is correct, Jack. 12 point, 12 count indictment. I, I went to read the indictment because they have a link at the Washington Post, and you know what I saw there? A blank page to be filled in. By the media in the deep state when they get around to it. Either that or it's just a computer glitch. It's one of those. I can't tell which of the videos I keep seeing are uh, uh, B footage of Manafort from back of the day or or is it today? Is this actual footage of him uh, walking into some building today? I can't tell. But he is wearing his super fancy I'm a gangster suit. He needs to get suits that make him look less like a criminal. I don't know what tailor you go to for that. but Perhaps Steve Roberts knows Steve, a legendary ABC News political analyst, joins us now. Hello, Steve. How are you, sir? Good morning. Yeah, I think there were live coverage. I saw some clips of Manafort okay. working in the FBI field office this morning. Gotcha. Excellent. So what do we know about the uh, charges, the surrender, et cetera, at this point? What we know is that these 12-count indictment uh, focuses on the financial dealings that uh, Manafort has had for years uh, and kind of a shady set of connections with foreign governments, foreign political interests. He's been on the White on the FBI radar for a while, long before he took the job briefly as Trump campaign manager. As best we can tell, there's nothing in this indictment that really connects uh, Manafort uh, to his time as Trump campaign manager. But the real question is what he says now. The way these investigations are constructed, you indict someone like Manafort and Rick Gates, his business associate, you bring him in and say, okay, you want leniency? You want a plea bargain? You want to avoid jail? Tell us what you know about this larger question uh, of, of possible connections between the Trump campaign and Russian meddling in the election. We do know from various intelligence sources that the Russians had a very aggressive campaign to meddle in the election. What we do not know 
is whether there was any connection between them and the Trump campaign. That's what uh, Mueller will try to get from Manafort. And that's what's got to be worrying the White House, not this indictment itself, but what this indictment can lead to in terms of pressure on uh, Manafort and Gates and others. Well, and to that point, the uh, charges include conspiracy against the United States. Whoa, that's a big uh, charge, i got to believe. Money laundering and false statements, that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Manafort's had a long career of working for foreign governments, foreign interests. Uh, there are laws uh, that uh, limit that. There's a you got to register as a foreign agent. You um, there's limits on the kind of money you can take from foreign governments. And I I'm not a lawyer, so I can't delineate the precise charges here. Uh, but my best guess is that these are designed to exert pressure on Manafort to cooperate with the larger investigation. Uh, and, and I think the same thing's going to happen with Michael Flynn, the former um, intelligence advisor who also is vulnerable to these kinds of charges because of some shady financial dealings. I think that's the next shoe to drop. Steve Roberts, ABC News political analyst. Steve, thanks a million. Good to talk to you. Sure. Thanks. Got to point this out. Look, now, and, he, and Steve Roberts may be right, but so I'm watching the news channels yesterday. I'm no lawyer. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anybody who's listened to the show understands that completely. <laughs> um, but so I'm watching all these people say what Steve Roberts just said. What regularly happens here is they indict this person and then they get them to uh, go after the big fish. Sting this is the like way it works. Boyd. So then I'm watching ABC this week with, uh, and he's got a uh, former. Federal prosecutor Chris Christie on with Dan Abrams, their political analyst, and uh, and Stephanopoulos presents that idea to Chris Christie, and Chris Christie said, anybody who's saying that doesn't not understand the way prosecutions work. That never happens. That's not the way it works. And Dan Abrams said, I agree completely. He said, you don't do that. If you're going to do that, you do that in secret. He said, otherwise, it doesn't do you any good. So the fact that they've announced this indictment means that's not what they're up to. Wow. That's what Chris Christie said. As a guy who's been through a lot of these, he said, if you're going to try to get them to do that, you do that in secret. You go to them and say, look, we're going to indict you. What can you tell us? Mm -hmm. Otherwise, everybody clams up and stays away from me. He said, you go to him, maybe you get him to wear a wire. Maybe you get him to jump on the phone with people. You do all kinds of different things to work a deal. He said, you don't do it this way. I That's wonder, what Chris Christie said. Well, I'm just speculating here. And and feel free, uh, those of you who are in the know, you can email us at armstrongandgetty at yahoo.com. You can text us, 415-295-KFTC. You can jump on the phone if you like, but you've got to know what you're talking about. 1-866-331-TALK. As a requirement for being on talk radio? You have to know what you're going to talk about. You have to sound like you know what you're Is talking about. Is that a new rule? 1-866-331-TALK. I was just trying to weed out the most loony 15%. Get out of my way and let me work. Uh, so here's one thought for you. Manafort being mobbed up to his ears internationally, and those Russian oligarchs make like our local mobsters look like pansies. But So he's, he's mobbed up to his ears years and years in his business. He's a tough nut to crack. They finally have to say, and he, he won't budge an inch. He's, I don't know nothing. I don't know the guy. I don't know what you're talking about the whole time. Finally, they say, all right. We're going to charge you with conspiracy against the United States of America. And they bring down that charge. And so now he knows they're serious. They'll uh, bargain a little bit. He'll plead out to one thing and the other. And I just think they had to push it farther than Chris Christie, who is a tool of the Trump administration, would admit. Now, him and the legal analyst agreed. Now, this isn't the He's way it works. He's a tool, too. They're both tools. And I thought, oh, okay, well, that, that blows my whole theory that I came up with by watching all these other legal experts say the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. 
Although they were all cable legal experts and not somebody who actually has done prosecutions like Chris Christie. So I don't know. I'm not claiming I know, but. That is interesting. Yeah. So just take that with a grain of salt. Um, take with well, a take huge, everything with a grain with of salt. a huge grain of salt. People making up stuff all the time, including us. I think it might just be as simple as Manafort was a criminal. Now, right. why, why Trump didn't know that or hired him, I, that's, that's still a question. But, um, or, or people around Trump. Trump but, just knows who he knows. He knows him from the nightclubs of New York and the super expensive restaurants and the rest of it. But I think Manafort's a criminal going way back before Donald Trump ever even announced he was running for president. And Mueller started looking into this with Manafort and everything. I thought, oh, my God, this guy is just a yeah. crook. Right. And, and, it, and, and it doesn't have anything to do with Trump colluding with the Russians. Your liberal media, including our guest... Well, I don't know what he's, I can't read his mind, but a lot of people want it to be true that they will use this, uh, this, uh, these charges against Manafort and Gates, Rick Gates, a name you probably ought to know now, uh, use it as leverage and lead all the way to Trump and Putin, uh, dancing the naked dosido in the West Wing. They're just praying for that. It could just be. And this point has been made many times. Once you appoint a special prosecutor, he can do anything. He can start like uh, looking into unpaid parking tickets in Omaha if if that's where he ends up. And so, yeah, it's entirely possible he just came across a giant international money laundering oligarch serving crook. And thought, well, and because, listen, we have, there's a, a segment of our listeners that doesn't believe a single thing Mueller says or or Comey says. They're both Clintonites. They're in on it. Blah, blah, blah. This will be a dirty investigation. There's some of you who believe that, and that's even, fine. Even Trey Gowdy yesterday said, and he said, I realize I'm in the minority at this point, but Mueller's a good guy and you can trust him. Even Trey Gowdy said that. Well, there you go. So, again, you believe what you want to believe. I know I can't change your mind, so I'm not even going to try. Um but uh, what was I going to say? Mueller, Manafort, Oligarch. I don't even remember what my ultimate point was. So How it, disappointing is that? Uh, while, it is for me. While the media makes a lot of money trying to make like this is step one of many to come, the today, tomorrow, the next day. Right. I wonder if it's possible that, okay, indicted Manafort because he, he started looking into this and the guy's just a plain criminal. And now we don't get anything for like a year and a half. Right. Oh, yeah, I remember what I was going to say. Uh, Mueller, according to everybody but the 20% that hates him, says the guy's a real patriot. He, you know, he's serious about his work. And if he sees a guy who is, uh, and I firmly believe this, a man without a country, Paul Manafort could not give a crap about the United States of America or the Constitution or whatever else. He is an international, huge money guy. He serves whoever pays him the most. I'll bet Mueller is disgusted by a guy like that. Oh, yeah. I think um, many of us might be, um, if he knew everything he was up to. Yeah, that Manafort would be willing to sell out anything with the United States to make a profit. He's, I think he's absolutely that kind of guy. I can't imagine why he took the campaign manager job. Like I said, isn't that just like saying, hey, I know, I know nobody knew who I was, and I kind of had a low profile, me becoming a gazillionaire thing going, but I'd like to stick my head up really high. I wonder, because he's a smart guy, there's no doubt about that. I wonder if he thought, I could end up being the Secretary of State, and then I could make some real money. <laughs> Clinton money. Clinton Foundation money. I've never been... And he thought, mm, it's a calculated risk. I've never been super rich, but I'm always amazed whether it's athletes changing teams, or criminals going for a bigger score, or whatever. A- actors and actresses doing crappy movies... I've never understood the, 
I've got millions and millions of dollars, more money than I need to live the rest of my life, yet I'm going to commit a crime, play in a bad team, do a bad movie, whatever, to get more. I've never understood that. But I've never had gazillions of dollars. Maybe you just decide, you know, having $12 million is nice, but having $50 million would be even more awesome. I don't and get or, that. I'm an actor. They hired me to act. That's what I do. I'm not going to turn down I don't, money. I don't get it. Of all of the personality traits that are uh, uh, applicable to mankind, I'm there are a few that I'm more fascinated with than hubris. I just hubris is the it's the downfall of so many, and I'm I'm endlessly fascinated by it. Manafort looks like he's a he's got it oozing out of his pores. <laughs> you know, I heard a story that I believe once Tiger Woods had his 110 foot yacht parked in Cabo or something like that. Guy pulls up in a 120 foot yacht. Tiger left. He was not going to be second biggest yacht guy. Yeah, I don't. This thing yeah. that gets into your blood. That's uh, none of your business. <laughs> you don't just say, wow, yeah, nice yacht. I believe the story's slick. <laughs> hey, learn how to drive. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs>